welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. So the word of God began to produce for him even the things he didn't ask. 
because at that point it was a fellowship beyond needs it was now what Jesus was talking about here that you don't get to know the time when things will happen you don't get to know when God will give you a million dollars but all you get is the Holy Ghost and then from that place of fellowship and communion with the Holy Spirit he said I just do what he tells me to do he said I didn't plan to build a um, I don't know how much that facility they built cost for several millions of dollars he said I didn't plan to do it I didn't ask him just in the place of fellowship he tells me I want you to build the Bible school for me and he says okay he says so I just listen and I obey I just listen and I obey I just listen and I obey some of the things we're asking God for God is saying you don't get to know but you get to get the Holy Ghost and when you get the Holy Ghost Whatever he says do, do. Whatever he says do. He says, build me a school. You say, yes, Lord. And then he begins to walk in you and through you on how to accomplish that. Build me a house. Build me a home. Build this. Do that. And you just say, yes, Lord. And we don't get to know God. Like the popular phrase, God went and things like that. So you don't get to know the time. But what you get is the Holy Ghost. Is someone ready for some Holy Ghost? What you get is the Holy Ghost. What you get is the Holy Ghost. Put your hand upon your chest and say, what I get is the Holy Ghost. What I get is the Holy Ghost. And this season, as I wait on Him, let there be that influx more than ever before of that Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Just lift your hands and worship Him. And pray in other tongues. I get to have the Holy Ghost. That's the most important thing. I get to have the Holy Ghost. I get to have Him. I get to have Him. And that's the most important thing. I get to They've given me the best gift of all. The gift of the Holy Spirit. Oh, we get to have the sweet presence of the Holy Spirit. Ibo 
Whatever is taking the presence of the Holy Ghost in your life, whatever is taking the space of the Holy Spirit in your life, tonight, let it be exchanged. Go ahead and call upon your God. Whatever is taking your place in my life, whatever is taking the place of the Holy Ghost, whatever is taking the place of the Spirit, Whatever is taking the place of the Holy Ghost, so what we get is the Holy Ghost. What we get is the Holy Ghost. Oh, Shabite, Semate, Frinum Balte, Kisatanana, Endu Sevecte, La Catne, Pretusava. Netavara ishtal mande teo susoto katalabahaya. O ke ande anata, ande anata, zizato sabita, lemon rose petea, mano shatia bakute selanama katabahaya. O bea cane nene shete nadaha, e prato salamande yedededo shatada barabahaya. Oh, what we get is you, what we get is you, O shete anana. Enende yala laka yana basuso petekeya eknedros koroshkavis petanaya. Oh, precious Holy Spirit, what we get is you. What we get is you. Oh, shandanamanananahaya. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, precious Father. What we get is you. What we get is you. You know, there's such a thing about allowing yourself to just soak in God's presence. Our guideline today talks about in Galatians 2.20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He says, I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. He died in vain. The path where you and I get to allow ourselves time in his presence, 
allow ourselves that soaking in his presence you know many a times we want to just touch and then go out and we're not dripping but he wants us like like a foam soak in so that everywhere we go we drip we drip we drip but you can't drip unless you've been soaked in that's why this period where we fast and pray from um, towards the end of the month like this it's a time where you drip you just drip soak yourself inside I spent the better part of today just back to back listening 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 to the word back to back back allowing myself soak in soak in because at the end of the day it's what you have soaked in that you will produce is the engrafted word the Bible says that sticks to you the word that is grafted to your skin the one that is grafted and that's what sticks to you and says faith comes by hearing not by having heard haven't heard no so I read the Bible when last six months ago no no haven't heard haven't heard faith comes by hearing by hearing a continuous thing from time to time so this three days this period soak yourself inside earpiece earphone anything just let it soak in let it soak in. there is always a difference between the one that is soaking himself with God's word than the one who just visits once a while no there's always a difference between the one who is praying constantly than the one who just visits once a while once a while no once it becomes a habit a lifestyle you will think that nothing is happening but look before you know it you would have built a future that you'll be wondering how you entered what is sustaining you now is the prayer and fasting and devotion you did before. What will sustain you tomorrow? Check is what you're doing now. What you're doing now. What you're doing now. You're enjoying some things now and you feel like, oh, I'm in a good place. But you forgot that two years ago, three years ago, you spent time in God's presence a lot. You were praying, you were fasting, you were, you were just soaking yourself in God's presence and it has birthed something that you are enjoying now and I say oh my soul let me sit down relax and enjoy forgetting that tomorrow will come and you're not doing anything now to create that future to birth that future I asked God a question a couple of days ago a very a very very strong question and he answered me almost immediately I told him what I wanted for the next level and then he answered me almost immediately giving me instructions of the things I need to do and those things are not easy things they're not easy things but I realized that where I am right now is a result of some of the things I did yesterday but where I want to go, I can't do those things. They're, they're small. I can't do them. For where I'm going, I can't do what I did yesterday because that was what brought me here. So I need new instructions and new, um, not even new anointing. I need new instructions, new stretching for where I want to go. For where I want to go. 
And when he began to give me the instructions, I knew that for this next level, I can't take it sitting down. And then I began to realize that of a truth, there's no pity party. Even when he was telling me that I didn't know the gravity. <laughs> no pity party. No pity party. I barely slept in the last 24 to 48 hours. I barely, barely slept. Either I'm up at night during the day. So today, this morning, I was up trying to do some things. I said, okay, let me quickly take a, take a nap. I'm not going to the office today. I'll just come to church office and see what I can do. Before I turn on my computer and then before I raised up my head to say, let me take a nap, it was already 12 o'clock. And I had a 1 p.m. session at the office. And I was like, God, this journey is hard. Eh? But I'm realizing that it's for something tomorrow. If you desperately want your tomorrow to be better than today and yesterday, you pay the price for it. If you ask him, he'll give you the instructions. So when we spend time like this to fast and pray, it's a time to ask him those kind of questions. Say, Lord, you know what? Can we just change some things a bit? If God gives you an instruction today and next week he gives you a greater instruction and when you think that you've settled, the upper week he gives you another greater instruction, just know that something is coming in your future. Just know that something is coming. Something is coming. Imagine God, God tells you now, my brother, come, God, you're, you're, you're just walking down the road and God now tells you, say, take this bag. So you just bought the bag, right? Kola, you just bought it, right? <laughs> okay, you had it, right? So, okay, God just tells you, um, this bag that you just bought, give it to him. Say, ah, thank you. And you're wondering, and you're lifting up your hands like, oh, my harvest is coming, my harvest is coming, right? And you're stepping out and God says, hey, and this one to give it to her. You say, ah, but I just finished sowing seed now. I say, God, hey, you're lifting up your hand. Harvest is coming. Harvest is coming. I say, okay, this should too. Give it to this person. You too, will you not ask God, but why? You will ask him, but why? But truth of the matter is, he knows why he's asking you to do all that almost immediately. He knows. He knows. So you can't take it for granted or take it for levity and say, God, uh, you just gave me an instruction yesterday. Let's, let me digest that one first. Then afterwards, no. You follow through. You follow the sound of the Spirit. Because where he's going, you say, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know that time. But what you know, what you need is the Holy Ghost. So when you get that Holy Ghost, forget the time when things will happen. Just follow that instruction. Forget the time when things will happen. Once you get the Holy Ghost and you get that Holy Ghost on your side, Working with you, giving you instructions and directions where to go, what to do, how to do. And you just keep on at it. Keep on at it. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. When I was with one of my mentors on Sunday and talking to him about some things, he shared a very interesting testimony with me, which somewhat encouraged me a lot. There was someone he met um, many years ago. I'll just round up with that and then we'll pray and, and, and close. Someone he met many years ago and he met this person on the roadside. He 
met the person on the roadside. The person was an artisan doing some work on the roadside. He was trying to do something. So on his way, he met the person and asked the person, can you do this thing for me? The person said, yes, I can do it for you. So he asked him to do it, give him some money and started doing it. And then he checked over and over again how the guy was doing. He did it pretty well. By the time he took, took the thing, the thing was done well. Everybody liked it and all that. And he invited the guy to church. He came to church. He came to church. He came to church in, in bathroom slippers. Bathroom slippers. First time he came to church. And then after then, he came to church again. So he kept coming. And then one day the Lord said to him, he said, tell that man to come to your office. And then you lay hands on him and pray for him. And then he came to the office, laid hands on him, prayed for him. And, and that was it. Cut the long story short. Today, the house the guy built is worth over 200 million. Somebody he met on the road. And that God told him to pray for him. What you are doing today, hear me and hear me well. What you're doing today, never take it for granted. Never, ever take it for granted. The anointing of God's spirit that you receive, the laying on of hands, the prophecy that comes on you, the expression in God's presence, they're not to be taken lightly. They're not to be taken lightly. You don't get to know the time, but all you get is the Holy Ghost. And that Holy Ghost begins to marshal you into what God has for you. One of my pastor friends shared, shared a testimony with me. He met a guy, and this guy was a, a good guy. Somehow, he felt that connection. And then the guy was broke, busted, disgusted. And then he felt God led him to pray for him. Nothing was working in his life. Prayed for him and then left. Somewhere along the road, things just opened up. The first deal the guy made was 39 million. The guy had never seen that kind of money before. It got into his head. He first of all got himself one woman dealt with him so he brought the woman to the to the man the pastor and the pastor said oh after the meeting the pastor called him and said don't have anything to do with this girl he went to tell the, the girl and pastor said i shouldn't have anything to do with you the girl told him call the pastor he called him and put it on speaker the guy insulted the pastor right there in front of the girl the pastor said you did this to me to cut the phone Long and short, they, they left contact. You know what they call Iya? He suffered. One day the pastor was going somewhere. God told him, he said, call Susu and Superson. He said, God, I will not. He packed the car and said, God, I will not. God said, call Susu and Superson now. He said, I don't have his number. He said, just dial. So he dialed. The guy beat Little guy beat, started crying. He cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. Pastor told him what to do and everything and all that. And after a few weeks, you come and see him. He came, saw him, prayed for him about five minutes. Two weeks after, two weeks after, the guy got another deal, twenty-nine million. 
Is it the pastor? No, it's not the pastor. It's the plan of God for that time. But the grace and the vessel was that person. The grace and the vessel was that person. Whatever you do, never, ever take for granted the expressions you have in the presence of God. The doors they open for you, the things that they set in place for you, you can never ever quantify. You can never ever quantify. You can never. And times like this when we fast and pray, ensure that you're not just staying out without food or water. No. Engage yourself in the Holy Spirit. Let God speak to you. Hear things in the Spirit. Get instructions for your next phase and next level. The reason your tomorrow will be better is not because you attended church. No. It's because you are following the sound of the Spirit. And whatever He says do, you are doing. If you're not getting instructions from God per time and per season, there's a problem. There's a problem. You have to get instructions from Him for the next level. What should I do? About your life generally, everything, marriage, finances, work, everything, instructions. 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 And if you're trusting God to increase your finances, I've told you before, listen, the kingdom of God functions by seed. Ask God in heaven. There is nowhere in this kingdom everything works by seed. It's the word of God. The word of God is the seed. See, what you sow as seed is little compared to the word that is in your heart. When that word is in your heart, that word is what will produce. Is what will produce. The Bible says the sower went forth to sow. He sowed on certain ground. He said the soil is at the heart. So when you have sowed, then you now use your heart to poison what you have sowed. Then it can't work. No. It can't work. I just want to encourage everyone under the sound of my voice. Don't take for granted the times you spend in the presence of God. Whether it's a collective time in church or it's a private time at home. No. They are working for you things that you never, you can't quantify. And they are seeds you're sowing. They are seeds you're sowing. Don't take it for granted. These are seeds you're sowing. Glory to God. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.